Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Amanda Coons about her wedding pavilion ceremony and her reception outdoors in Epcot during the fireworks and after the park closed in the France Pavilion. Welcome, Amanda. Hi, how are you? I'm great. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I always start at the very beginning and ask how you guys decided that you wanted to have your wedding at Disney. Well, this is probably a little different from most people, but we were actually on our first couples trip to Disney and we were talking about engagement and that came up and my now husband said, well, obviously we have to get engaged here. I said, (laughs) of course. (laughs) And he was the one that actually said, well, can we get married here? And I said, you know, I don't even know if that's possible, but I would gladly look into it. And after we did get engaged, it Disney, of course, I looked into it and just Googled some things and ended up finding the Facebook page and your book and such and realized that, yeah, it can be done. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So then how did your friends and family react when you told them that's where you were getting married? You know, we were really lucky because once we decided we really want to do this, he said, why don't we ask our closest friends and our immediate family and if they're all for it, let's do it. You know, if not, I'm really not trying to convince anyone to do something they don't want to do. We were also lucky because all of our friends and family really love Disney to begin with. So when we kind of sent out a text like, hey guys, we're really thinking about having a Disney wedding. Would you want to come on vacation with us and come to a wedding? And everyone said, absolutely. Count us in. We're taking a week off. We will be there. So it was was very well received. Everyone loved the idea. That's fantastic. How many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? We invited a very small amount. We knew we wanted a really small private wedding. So we only invited around, I think, 35 people. And we ended up having about 25 come total. Got it. Did you set up a room block for your guests? We did. We did the room block with three different tiers. We chose Pop Century. That's our favorite value resort. What was the most deluxe? We chose Contemporary because that's our favorite high end. And we actually let my dad pick the moderate because he had to stay in a princess room at Port Orleans. So <laughs> that was his one request for the wedding. So we let him have that. <laughs> I need to know more about this. Is he a big princess fan or something? <laughs> we laughed so hard. He wanted a very Disney, old school classic Disney room. And I said, well, you know, they have 
royal rooms and he had already found them. He said, I want to stay in that princess room with the Aladdin lamp. And I said, well, then that's what you get, dad. You're the princess. So <laughs> he, he was real excited for that princess room. He's, uh, yeah, he's been around princesses a long time with uh, raising me. So he's all about it. <laughs> that's awesome. Now, how did you guys choose the day of the week and time of day for your wedding? Day of the week was basically for budget. We knew that us, along with our friends and family, were making a vacation out of it pretty much a full week or longer. So no one really had a problem with any day of the week. And when I started to look at prices and saw that the middle of the week, a Tuesday or Wednesday, were significantly cheaper, I said, well, let's do it on a Wednesday then. And we ended up using the same date we got engaged so that was easy to remember. Time-wise, I didn't know what time I wanted. I knew I didn't want anything early. I did not want to get up early. And I knew I wanted fireworks. And it was actually our sales consultant who suggested, you know, why don't you do an evening ceremony with a nighttime reception so you get everything from fireworks to an in-park experience and that after park experience where it's just you. So that was sold when I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> now, how did you choose the ceremony and reception venues? Well, ceremony, I mean, I had to have the wedding pavilion. That's, you know, classic. That's classic Disney to me. It was also indoors because I knew in Florida, you pretty much have a 50-50 chance. And just the setup in the wedding pavilion is so beautiful with the castle view. So we definitely chose that reception. I knew I wanted, it had to be in Disney. I didn't want to be in a ballroom, but I wasn't sure. I wanted to be in park. So our sales consultant named off a couple places. And I had actually seen that uh, terrace area in France and thought it was beautiful with the potted flowers and that was a choice. So I decided to take the gamble and I had to have it outside there. And I liked that it was a little private as well. Like you were in the park in public, but the stairs kind of separated you and it was a little more intimate for everyone to be there. Got it. Now, something that people are sometimes concerned about, because when you do a reception outdoors, in order to have a DJ or characters, you need to wait until the park clears, which means that it can be kind of a late night thing. Can you talk a bit about the timeline for how your day fit together? Sure. Uh, I thought it went so smooth because we didn't have to wake up early. I don't think I got up to almost about 10 a.m. <laughs> I slept in. I was at the Contemporary, and all of the bridesmaids, actually, and groom and groomsmen were at Pop Century. The bridesmaids started their makeup around 11 a.m., and I wasn't getting my hair and makeup done, so actually I had a man of honor. Him and I went to Disney Springs. Uh, we got coffee, we ate, we walked around for a few hours, and then we went back to my room, and everyone kind of, they had to be there by around 4 p.m., so bridesmaids came they ate, got dressed. The mothers came. Photography got there a little before four. And then it went pretty fast from there. You know, you get a lot of pictures. I was able to get in a first look with my father, getting ready pictures. We all transported over to the Grand Floridian where we got to do a first look with my husband. And we got so many pictures because of the times we chose to do everything, which is another reason 
as we got hours of photos before the ceremony started. I think the ceremony was at 7.30, so it was nice because the sun was setting as we were doing it. Uh, that was pretty quick, about 15-20 minutes, because they want to get you to the reception for the fireworks. So we all got to take the shuttle bus over, which is really great and convenient. So we took that over, uh, and they basically just kind of marched us in, and I think fireworks at Epcot around 9. We were there about quarter till 9, and it just, timing was perfect. The fireworks started, and we kind of, that's how our wedding started. Everyone got drinks and got to watch the fireworks. After the fireworks, we chose to have a buffet. And the timing is really perfect because after the fireworks and the park closed, that was the allotted time for us to eat anyway. So we kind of had that nice background music while eating. And as soon as that was over, I think my planner came up to me and said, all we're waiting for is the music to stop. And I think it was a minute and it stopped. Yeah. And after that, we were clear. We had pretty much no downtime. They were really quick with it. They really were. And after that was the best part because the park's clear. The DJ started immediately. And it's amazing because that music is loud and you can hear it throughout the whole park. <laughs> and there's nothing <laughs> there's nothing cooler than like coming out of the restroom and walking through Epcot by yourself with your DJ going. It's it's amazing. It really is. That's awesome. What time did things wrap up? We wrapped up I think between one thirty and two AM. It was about a four-hour reception, yeah. Um, they wrapped up nicely, you know, kind of let us know this is your last song. And they made sure um, everyone helped us pack everything up, like, you know, cake, decorations, the floor, which we had no idea that we got to keep. So we were kind <laughs> of giving flowers to everybody. And they were really nice about it. Everybody helped us um, and escorted us back to the shuttle. And it was a really quick drop-off to the rooms. I don't think the ride was more than maybe 15 minutes. So everyone was probably dropped off by 2.30. So you had a DJ. Did you have any characters come? We did. We had. We decided on Mickey and Minnie, and they were really great. They came, I want to say, probably around 11 o'clock. Um, it was before our cake cutting, and, you know, they helped us with the cake cutting. We got to dance with them for a while, and they actually made sure that they got photos with every one of our guests. So it was a really nice visit. They really stayed and really interacted with everybody. And that's why we chose them for the guest interaction. And it was really fun. Everyone got great pictures. And the cake cutting was great. <laughs> I'd recommend getting them for sure. Do you have any cake flavors or menu items that you can recommend? Oh, cake flavors. We did churro and lemon with lemon mousse. And I would say... If you're a lemon person, everyone loved it because it was a different flavor than what they're used to at a wedding. But I'd like, you know, I have, <laughs> I know a lot of people deal with allergies like gluten and soy. I have a couple very odd ones. And Disney made sure that I got my own cake. So they did a scratch made cake without certain ingredients and it was perfect. And I wasn't sure if they could do it. So if anyone has some allergies that just aren't common or you don't know if they can be accommodated they did a lot for me in that regard with multiple things so just ask and they'll deliver <laughs> it was it was great it was perfect I got to have cake <laughs> that's so great Ooh, menu items cheeseburger spring rolls big hit super <laughs> popular <laughs> also 
if you do have your reception at Epcot, uh, we were doing food and wine. I jokingly said, can you get a couple trays of the escargot croissants? That's our favorite. She said, absolutely. If you're in Epcot, you can have anything Epcot serves. So if you're there during that, I'd say ask for it. Even not, ask for it, and chances are they'll get it. So I'd recommend those two things because they were delicious. (laughs) (laughs) When you were planning, what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention or your budget? Attention for me was definitely location. I knew also if we had the right location, especially in the park, outdoors, we wouldn't need to focus so much on decor. It would also be easier because it would go all through Disney. We wouldn't have to worry about setting up, tearing down. You know, it would be done for us. Budget-wise, that's probably, I focused on most location, food for sure. I wanted a lot of food with some extra add-ons, and I wanted a good party. So, like, I had to have the bar, signature drinks, and a DJ for sure. We added little things, too, like some glow cubes and fiber optic wands and little party things that really looked neat when the pictures came through. So I'm glad we did that, for sure. That's a great idea. What aspects were less important where you saved your money or your effort? Effort for sure was decor. We did some floral, but I kept it pretty simple, especially in the wedding pavilion. You have to think, though, I've told a few brides, the runners are beautiful, but I kind of had to remember at the end of the day, you're going to be cutting that down drastically and kind of only keeping the part, the writing. So we did take a lot off of the runner by eliminating borders and just added some petals. And if you tell them kind of where your floral budget is at, they'll stick to it. We had pretty small bridesmaids bouquets and, um, you know, simple boutonnieres. And the only decor at our reception was really just flowers and candelabras. The only decor I splurged for were my chairs. And I would never take that back because I love those chairs. (laughs) Those were worth it for sure. (laughs) Which chairs were those? We got, they were new when we got them. They're called the Oscar chairs. They were beautiful. They were just like solid metallic gold. Yeah, they made a big difference because, you know, that was where everything took place. So they kind of said, well, we have these new ones. I said, I'll have them. They're, They're gorgeous. If you want chairs, I'd check those out. They're very pretty. So out of all of this, what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? Ooh, favorite memory. This was a lot of people's. It's not what most people would think, you know, walking into the wedding pavilion. It was actually after we took the bus to Epcot and they said, okay, we're going to escort you, you know, to your reception. I was thinking they would kind of do it secretly, you know, don't be seen, kind of going through the back. They marched us out like we were in a parade. (laughs) They took us out. We had our escort. Everyone was lined up for the fireworks so they had paths and it was our escort just marching us through and people were just lined on both sides like clapping and cheering and just that walk up to our reception and then looking down the steps and seeing everything set up and how beautiful it was that was my favorite part because it was pretty much a surprise you know I didn't know I gave them a lot of leadway I was pretty easy going and I kind of said surprise me on a lot of things and it was it was beautiful, and that was everyone's favorite experience because they never thought they'd be, you know, escorted into a private party, 
into Epcot for a wedding. So that was my absolute favorite part of the night. That's wonderful. Did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? This is, I was trying to think of this and you know what? We, we were really lucky because everything I asked for, they were able to do a few things that kind of had to be changed. Our planner was great and she really worked with us and worked with Disney and kind of fought for a compromise. Uh, Weather was the biggest thing that turned out great. I think that was the only day that week it didn't rain. Other than that, they honestly came through with everything. I wasn't disappointed in a thing. So I would say, you know, don't have many doubts because I don't think, I think with Disney, everything is going to turn out great. And if something doesn't, I think they would do what they could to make it right. But I wouldn't worry. I wouldn't stress about it beforehand because it'll be perfect. Got it. And was there anything you were stressed about beforehand and then it turned out not to be? The only thing I was worried about, which as soon as we got there, I realized was not the case. I was worried it wasn't going to be enough. Kind of like, well, yeah, it's a Disney wedding. Yeah, we're in Epcot. But is it enough for everyone to have like, a memorable experience? Are they going to say, you know, it was totally worth the week's vacation I took? And I just wanted everyone to you know, just really have a good experience, a good time. And it, it totally was. And now I'm like, all those little things I kept trying to add, I really didn't need them because everyone was just so happy to be there. And, you know, just, just worry about what you want and just try not to focus on, because they're going to be happy. They're going to love it no matter what. Got it. Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? Probably to go off of what I just said, I would have definitely left it up to some you know guests or family to kind of find their own way or kind of set up their own things because I feel like a lot of people stress out about making sure you know especially family has every second planned and they know what they're doing and where they're going and how to do things and what it's going to be and I would say I would have loosened up on that and I would have said you know let me know if you have any questions, but, you know, <laughs> kind of look and see what you want to do. And I would have kind of backed off a little bit with booking the rooms and booking the flights. And I would have left them worry about themselves a little more. Interesting. Okay. Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney couples? I would say if you can definitely go to the planning session I heard that question a lot, and I think it's so worth it. It's so fun. I'm glad we did it because we kind of went back and forth. If you can, also I would say not, I can't imagine anything being better than in park. So if you're flexible with kind of times and dates, I think that was one of the most unique things I'll ever probably get to do. And again, just focus on what you want, whether it's food, your dress, just worry about what you want to do because it's your pictures, it's your wedding, and you have to love it. Everyone else, you worry about them last. <laughs> worry about you first, and just go with what you want. And if you think you want it, ask, because you'll be surprised what they could do or make work for you. That's what I've learned. You know, just ask, because everything I ask for, they could do. That's great advice.
Well, Amanda, I think you've offered a lot of great advice and tips about having a wedding at Walt Disney World, especially if someone's interested in an after-hours park wedding reception. So I appreciate your taking the time. Oh, absolutely. It was great. Thank you for having me on. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. <laughs>